This is Person of Interest for Q102's Jeff Thomas. Would you like another chair? No. Do you need anything else? Anything else at all? Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right, so it's Natalie again on this week's Person of Interest. Jeff is really busy doing life, and I am so excited about it, actually. I have a very amazing guest on the show this week. So let's introduce you, everybody. This is Miss Erin Fox. She's very, very internet famous and Netflix famous, is what you told me before. It's true. And um, I absolutely adore you. I'm just going to girl fan out right now. Um, so you are engaged to our friend and coworker. You are a coworker as well here. Yes, I was. Yeah, I have phased out because I got too busy tattooing and painting people. Oh, so. well, because you have like 10 jobs. Yeah, I like you know? to stay busy. You know? Okay, so you are... Let's okay. So you're engaged to our friend Bud Strauss, mm-hmm. and he is one of the owners, the owner of the Den Schoolhouse. Yes, he is a co-owner uh, with his dad, and then their uh, high school friend. Gotcha. Yeah. I want to start. I asked you to come on Person of Interest because I think you are one of the coolest, most unique people I've ever met. Uh. And you're one of those people that I think it's crazy that I'm older than you, and then <laughs> I forget that I'm, I guess, old now. Yeah. Uh, but you have done so much and accomplished so much in your lifetime so far. It was all an accident, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's start. Let's get your, let's, let's, first of all, what do you do? Uh, so, full time, I am a tattoo artist at Body of Art Tattoo, my own personal studio. I'm mm-hmm. um, a little baby. And uh, I also am a body painter, and I do that for like random events and photo shoots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so you're a tattoo artist and a body painter. And where has that taken you? Uh, so I have also uh, been on Skin Wars, which is a body paint competition show. And uh, that's was, where the Netflix famous comes yeah, in. Yeah, that's where the Netflix famous happens. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, it used to, it originally aired on GSN and like nobody watched it because they're like, what channel is it? Yeah. And I was like, you know the one that plays Family Feud all the time? It's that one. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, okay, I got you. Uh, so yeah, once it got on Netflix, it was about a thousand times better and way more people watched it. So yeah. that was really cool. I was on an episode of Idiot Test, which was neat. Whoa. I am an idiot. It turns out I lost. It was terrible. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> it was fun though. It was a good time. Uh, okay. And I don't even know what Idiot Test is. But... <laughs> Another game show. Man. Okay. It's awesome. Just... And you're from Cincinnati. True. True story. Uh, where are you from in the Cincinnati area? Uh, so I was originally from Harrison, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then recently I am a Northern Kentucky native. Which gotcha. I prefer. And so. You love art. You were first and foremost an artist. True story, 100%. <laughs> so what got you into all of this? When you were a kid, did you think that you'd be doing what you're doing now, even close along the way? Not necessarily. I mean, I always knew that art would be a huge part of my life because I pretty much like fell out of the womb, like drawing and like painting and stuff. And yeah. If my mom left Sharpies around, like I would be outside like doodling on myself. Uh-huh. So uh, it makes sense now in retrospect. You know, yeah. looking at it all. Uh, what really made me want to start tattooing specifically was, uh, you remember that show Miami Ink? Yes. And Kat Von D. Yes. I thought she was like uh, the coolest person yeah. in the world. Uh, so I was about 15 when I was watching that. And she, on the show, she's like, yeah, I was 13 when I started tattooing. And I was like, crap, I'm behind. Yeah. <laughs> I really need to get on this. It's so easy to, <laughs> to think that for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I eventually got my tattoo apprenticeship and that was pretty cool. Oh, um, nice. When did that happen? Uh, I ended up, 
I got it when I was 21, going mm-hmm. into being 22, my big double deuce. That was a big year. I started working for Dent, uh, which is the haunted house that I work for. Mm-hmm. And then I started tattooing, and I also started body painting that year. So Wow. That was a big year. And then, that, and then that's kind of taken over your life. It really has, yeah. Um, the guy that taught me how to tattoo was also a balloon twister and pirate for a part of his income. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so he was like, hey, you have all this makeup stuff, because I would do it, just do it on myself and my friends for like yeah. Halloween, and I would get pretty ridiculous with it. He yeah. was like, you have the stuff, why don't you be my face painter? And I was like, all right. So then I face painted a bunch of children for many moons. Oh, and wow. it was fun, but also terrible. <laughs> I I can see both sides of that mm-hmm. being very yeah. very very true. It's good stuff, bipolar, but it's fun. So so you spend a lot of your time tattooing. I have two of my favorite tattoos, and like my very most favorite tattoo that I have, I have nine. Yeah, uh, you you did, Aww. and you know what's really great about it is. You're ta- and you also did my brother's tattoos. That you do everyone's in, yeah. in, our, in our world, you know. Um, I love your studio and your vibe of everything. And what I think what's great about you, from what I love, is that you just do you and you don't second guess and you don't think twice about it. You just do your thing. Yep. And you're always so confident <laughs> and smiling like, eh, well, let's see what happens, you know? I feel like I went through, you know, high school, you know, that phase when everybody's like, oh, no, should I be more normal? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then eventually I was like, that's a lot of work. I don't have that kind of time. I got yeah. a lot of drawings to do. <laughs> so I started taking weird as a compliment, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that just allowed me to kind of live my life and do whatever I want to do. Okay. So you started working at the Dent Schoolhouse mm-hmm. doing... So at the Dent Schoolhouse, I started out acting. Okay. I got an actor, so I would scare people. Um, and then I also do FX makeup. Uh, okay. So I help create the monsters. So what does FX mean? FX means like uh, you're using prosthetics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're using like fake blood. You're trying to make it look gory and cool. Um, it can also involve some face painting aspects, like to do mm-hmm. some illusion kind of stuff. Um, it's really, it kind of covers the gamut of makeup. Just depends on what you want to do. Yeah, so it obviously fits into. So I would I would think like horror movie, like f- uh, theater, and like movie makeup and mm-hmm. like yeah. schoolhouse makeup. And yeah, school, exactly. It is like a, a real art to be able to do this stuff. I went to one of your body painting to your body painting thing where you got engaged. Oh yeah, that was fun. Oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> You're That's like really incredibly cool. talented. I brag about Thank you all you. the time to friends. Like one of my friends over the weekend, I um I sent her your Instagram. You, you got another follower over the weekend. So I want to go back. Okay, talk about Dent. So you started working <laughs> yep. at Dent in your 22, and then that's its own little um, family in its own. It or really not is. little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, once you start working there, it's really got this, like, crazy sort of family atmosphere. So, like, everybody, you know, clearly knows each other. And I think mm-hmm. because of just how intense, like, you know, the acting and the whole situation can be, like, you end up forming a lot of bonds, um, like, much faster and easier than, like, outside in, like, random places, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you get a lot of friends, and I was just like, this is amazing. And then they had me help, um, st- you know, paint some scenic stuff, and I was doing makeup, and I was like, this is so inspiring and cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so I feel like it really helped me just kind of find what I really wanted to like go towards in life, which is fun. And what do you really want to go towards in life? Uh, making really cool things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Painting awesome stuff. Like, it's pretty simple for me. Well, then that's also where you met your now fiance. It's true. Bud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw me at my first interview. He doesn't remember which is fine. <laughs> we knew each other for like three years before we actually started dating uh, and whatnot. 
Um, so we already had a pretty good work working relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, you know, transitioning from like, you know, just being coworkers to then like being in a relationship and also working was pretty easy mm-hmm. for us because, you know, especially with the haunt and with all the other stuff that we do, sometimes that's the only time we get to see each other. Yeah. So it kind of works out that we get to work together. How much of your life of your time do you spend working? Uh, probably like 95% of the time. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I wonder what sleep is like. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but you love your work. I do. Yeah. I think that's part of why I'm kind of a workaholic is just because, um, I love all the stuff that I'm doing and I feel very passionate about it all. I want it to be the best that it can, can be, Mm -hmm. you know? So a design that should probably take 30 minutes to tattoo. Like I may spend a couple hours just perfecting like how it looks ahead of time to make sure it's magical well that's why you're the best at what you do thank you you know do you what does your family do um they do a bunch of pretty normal stuff my dad is a construction worker Mm -hmm. Uh, my mom does something that i'm not real sure on she writes like a lot of trainings for a company Mm -hmm. that she works for Uh, my sister is going into social work my other sister is a stay-at-home mom Gotcha. So you are the artist yep. of the family. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was thinking like maybe your dad also does balloon art or something <laughs> or like graffiti artist or something My like that. My mom used to um, do a lot of portrait work and she would paint like windows for like shops and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so and then she just kind of fell out of it. So I'm pretty sure that's probably where I got the uh, the bug for gotcha. art. Did you do a lot of art growing up in Harrison, Ohio? It isn't really known as like a huge art hub it in the tri-state not. area. Yeah. Um, I w- I just have always gravitated gravitated towards art. Um, so you know, I took every single art class that I could take. Um, mm-hmm. I took ceramics three times. Thanks, Miss Kravitz. Uh- <laughs> Pam Kravitz. Oh, she's that's right. That's <laughs> uh, I love her. She's amazing. She helps me get a bunch of body paint jobs. It's really great. Nice. Um, she's great. So yeah, like my senior year was pretty much just like I had to take like English, but then all the rest of it was just art class, art class, study hall, art class, art class. <laughs> yeah. So after you graduated high school, what did you do after that? Um, I went to school at UC for just a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but I was kind of mad because I thought it would be more like kind of the art institute or something where you could just, then, you know, you're, you've already done your general classes, so you're just going to do fine art and it's going to be magical. Mm-hmm. It was not magical. They made me take math. I was so mad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was terrible. So I was like, I think I'm just going to take a break okay. for a minute. So technically I'm an art school dropout, which is kind of fun. Oh, nice. That uh, is that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just started working kind of a regular boring job at a copy center. Uh, but all the while I was, you know, making costumes and like dressing yeah. up. I was kind of a goth kid. So I'd always go out and oh. dance and dress all crazy. Uh, what does being a goth kid mean? Uh, I wore a lot of black and a lot of bright colors with the black. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. Lots of crazy makeup. That's where I started dyeing my hair nonsense colors. Nice. It's gone into my adulthood. I'm never going to let it go. So. I must say your hair is full black today. I know. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's kind of boring right now, but yeah, hopefully it'll be crazy again soon. Well, are you getting ready for your wedding? I am. I want to get like really sweet extensions that are like plum and like really cool. Mm-hmm. But first I need to make sure my hair isn't straw. So gotcha. So you're <laughs> growing one, it out. Yeah. Make it more happy. Are you excited to get married? I am really excited. Yeah. I never really thought about it until uh, that whole engagement part happened. And then yeah. I was like, hey, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. So, so moving forward, like, are you guys going to be like staying at the dent for a long time? Or like, how do you see your life changing really? 
I don't know. I mean, I guess uh, Den will probably always be there. I think that's Bud's first wife. So I just we just coexist together. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, like, potentially working and having, like, more haunts to do. Uh, I want to open up another tattoo shop and make it super awesome. Yeah. Uh, and just do more cool things. I'm not sure. Where do you get a lot of your inspiration? Um, I get inspiration from a lot of stuff, but I would say predominantly it's from, like, pop culture, and I love comic books, and, you know, just really graphic art and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I also get a lot of inspiration from, like, looking at other artists and just seeing what direction they're kind of going in and just being like, that's brilliant, why did I ever think about that? Mm -hmm. Um, And then not, you know, just trying to figure out, like, how they found their inspiration, which is fun. So it's kind of everywhere. Have you ever felt like you said being weird is cold? Have you ever felt like you didn't fit in or were there moments of doubt along the way? Uh, All the time. (laughs) Yeah, it still happens. Um, But it's kind of like it has worked out so far. Just being like, eh, whatever. I'll just do it and we'll see what happens. And if people hate me, cool. And if they don't hate me, awesome. But uh, (laughs) I think a lot of it is more it's less about like specifically how weird or not weird you are and more about like what kind of a human you are so i think if you're like still a nice person and still like good to people then generally even if you are a super weirdo they'll be (laughs) people will be nice to you yeah when you are going to get on skin wars was that uh, a kind of uh, say nerve-wracking time or were you nervous about that i was very nervous about potentially getting on skin wars so how old were you when this happened uh i was how old was I? I was 27. Okay. And so how did that process start? Um, so since there's not a huge body painting scene around Cincinnati, mm-hmm. I started going to competitions um, kind of around the U.S. just so I could kind of meet other body painters and see what they were doing, see if I was even any good at it, really, because mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure. You know, I mean, like I knew yeah. I was good at painting and... It's just doing that on a body. So I was like, yeah, I'm doing all right. (laughs) Um, But the competitions were fun because it really kind of opened my eyes to like, you know, the kind of stuff that they're looking for, for like, you know, design wise and like the crazy headdresses and stuff. I remember my first competition. I did not. I had the tiniest headdress. And apparently that's a big thing for body paint. So (laughs) (laughs) I started making it much crazier. Um, But since I did that. Uh, one of the competitions that I went to, there was actually a producer for Skin Wars there, mm-hmm. and she was going around kind of talking to people, and she was like, I like your paint, I like how you look, like, send me a video, let's get this started. And I'm like, sure, okay. And so what was that process like? We explain the show for people who do not know. Yeah, Um. so... To get started, I sent in a video kind of just talking about myself and my life. And then it was a way for them to kind of see how you are in person and on camera. Mm -hmm. Um, So from there, they pick a certain amount of people out of everyone that sends in videos. And those people, um, you know, you get phone interviews and things like that, which I assume is another weeding out situation. Um, And then they flew 30 of us out to audition uh, in L.A. for... Um, to probably to make sure we weren't catfishing them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, I can paint. It's not just, you know, me yeah. showing you pictures. Um, and then from there, they picked 12 people for the actual show. And when I was out there, I was just like, everybody here has huge personalities. Like, they're very loud. And uh, yeah. I can be, but it depends on the situation. So, like, 
if I'm nervous, then I tend to be more introverted. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, I'm never getting on this thing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to go sit in this corner. Like, let me know when it's time to go. Home. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I did all right in my interviews because we did a bunch of those too. So, uh, yeah. And from there, they gave me a call and they're like, all right, it's happening. Be here in three weeks. Like, good luck. <laughs> So did you, did you guys all live in the same house together? We did, yeah. We lived in the same house. Uh, and we were essentially sequestered. Like, so we couldn't listen to music. Yeah. We couldn't watch TV. Like, we saw, we were in L.A., but we mainly saw, like, the CVS by our house, the house, and, like, the studio. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we got to see the beach from afar. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. So all you could do is really, like, talk to each other. Yeah. And then work all day on the show okay so you've been on a reality show where you were you had to just like stay in this in the house with the people <laughs> yeah okay we all want to know what is that like really like did you <laughs> did you like the people that you were with were they a bad all of my experience most of my experience watching reality shows in situations like that it just seems like i could not stand any of the people that were there <laughs> like it just wouldn't go well yeah you know was uh, it like you had to share bathrooms with these strangers and yes. like <laughs> and like refrigerators and stuff uh yeah it's definitely like suddenly you have 10 roommates that you just have to get along with good luck yeah. like um I'm not super picky when it comes to my living quarters, so it was all right for me. Um, the people in general were really cool, um, so that was all right. But it does help stir up the drama and make tensions higher because you might have, like, I don't know, someone might leave their laundry in, like, the dryer. Yeah. <laughs> someone else wants to use it, and they're like, come on, oh, my God. And then that could escalate into something else later just because they're already mad, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I think it's, like, kind of made to, you know stress people out did you have any big altercations with anybody uh i did not are you still you're just so easy are you friends with all the people there still <laughs> uh, for any the most the part yeah oh, um i still see and talk to like uh, quite a few of them mm -hmm. uh, the other ones we keep in touch on like social media and whatnot so it's pretty awesome oh great okay so you came back from that show mm -hmm. right and then mm -hmm. do you think it like changed your life a little bit uh i think it did change my life but it probably like maybe like 20 like 10 to 20 percent it really like yeah. ultimately it wasn't like a huge change aside mm -hmm. from now like some random people run up to me and they're like you were on that thing that one time yeah and I'm like, i sure was yeah you're right <laughs> yeah. <Do it. laughs> yeah um i do think for like my tattooing career um People are like, well, you must be a good artist because you were on a show for art, mm -hmm. so I'm going to go to you. So it's kind of a tipping point for if yeah. people are trying to choose between people, um, if it's not just based on my artwork. Gotcha. So when you you seem to, you're a very authentic person, <laughs> do you feel it? What is your level of like your bullshit radar? I feel like you and I work kind of in this in the similar industry, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm just so nice. Just let people in way too far all yeah, the yeah. time, you know, and you don't strike me as the person who really does that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, I do probably. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Try and shut it down. Like if you seem like a shady character, if you're mm -hmm. like if you're clearly like not being like a more genuine human, then I'm like, I'm just going to I'm just going to be over here. Like, cool. You will just exist apart. It'll yeah. Be fine. Yeah. So your hobbies include what other than your artwork, you Ooh. know, well, I guess they're all kind of art, but yeah. tell me more about <laughs> um, what you spend your time doing. I, I like to play video games on mm -hmm. the side uh, because I think it like lets me be kind of creative, but it's more technically like minded, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I like to make little videos, little animated videos. Uh, there are certain things that I see in year and Bud's life that I think are so wonderful. Oh, yeah. 
I'll just say, like for any occasion, you guys always have something going on. You're always doing something. You're always creating. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the, it was the 3D printer for a while, and you guys oh, first yeah. got that. Mm-hmm. You blow my mind. When I first met you, I think the first time I met you was at your um, New Year's party. Oh yeah, which you guys went all out for. A ton of attention to detail and patience, which was <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing. It's <laughs> good. Um, but like you got, for instance, like Christmas time, you guys make a Christmas mix that has like 47 different <laughs> ingredients in it. It's true. And you're always doing, you're always creating and always doing so much stuff. Yeah. I think me and Bud have a slight problem with like, if we're going to do something, we can't just like half do something. Yes. We have to like 110% do something. Mm-hmm. So instead of just making like, here's a happy trail mix that we've made as a couple from us to you. It's like, yeah. here's the most epic trail mix <laughs> that you'll ever have in your face this year. <laughs> Which tends to run, I feel like, that's kind of what we do. Or like, yeah. what happens in this mm-hmm. in this life or time, people in this realm. I think it's all about just being like, so not only do we like entertaining other people, we like really like to entertain ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think like if we're laughing and having fun, like doing whatever random project we're doing, then it's like probably going to go well. Probably, probably everybody else is too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Aaron... Now your your life is kind of you hopefully not changing, but you're going to get married. Mm-hmm. Now you're married, but whatnot. Do you guys think you're going to have kids? Uh, it's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bud told me a story one time that his grandpa, when he was young, was like, "You have to carry on the family name." <laughs> so I knew that kind of going into it. I've never been super maternal, but I think if I made pooped out my own babies, it'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's how it works, right? That's the technical technical term for it. <laughs> Hard. Ah, well, good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Do you think it's tough being an uh, being an unconventional person um, living in Cincinnati? We're we're kind of a pretty conservative place. Yes, it can it can be difficult being more unconventional mm-hmm. in a more conservative spot just because you know especially since i do a lot of body painting and i'll do it for events and things uh people get real worried about it mm-hmm. and i'm like it's all legal there's underpants there's pasties like if there's alcohol it's okay yeah like i usually send like a keeper with them or there's a group of them like they know not to be weird mm-hmm. they know what to do if people get weird like it's all right guys it'll be fine um and even like personally like i mean you know for the most part, I feel like people are just like, how do you do all these weird things? Yeah. And I'm like, just do them. And then that's how I like Don't think and, about yeah. it. Yeah. And it'll be okay. Like, you will you always have some haters when you do strange things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more worth it in the end, I think, to be happy about what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I keep losing my train of thought here. Oh, like, no. <laughs> so where do, you, um, where do you feel the most comfortable when you're doing you? Hmm. I feel the most comfortable probably currently at my shop just because I'm like, this is my space. You're coming into my space yeah. doing things. Um, also at home, of course, just because, again, I think it's like anywhere where it's like I have ownership of like an area. I'm like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. I, is there anything in particular that you need to do to get yourself going or like spark creativity or um, it- like? In the past, yes. I feel like I had to, like, find something to, like, get my brain going and in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I feel like since I work doing art all the time, that's almost, like, part of it is figuring out how to be creative and how to, le- how to like, how to create without having a catalyst. Just, like, all right, it's time. Turn it on. You yep. Know? 
And do you think that, I mean, that, that can be kind of tough, you know, like finding, I know I have a hard time finding balance between doing life and creating and producing and then like paying my bills on time and like <laughs> yeah. remembering it's my mom's birthday and yes. like sending a card. Like yeah. I can't, I, I have zero balance. I'm mm-hmm. trying really hard. How do you find the balance? Uh, I'm, I'm still working on it also. Mm-hmm. I always tell people like I pay for my creativity by not being able to rem- remember anything and <laughs> being late to everything all the time. Uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> I think I went to a tattoo conference recently and this was actually a big question there. It was like how to find balance between your work and creative life and like your regular life. And they're like, you know, if you have a job that you love and if you have any control over like how you can schedule yourself and how you can um, do the things you want to do, then you also have control about making sure you have some free time and whatnot. Sure, you have to sacrifice some stuff, but you got to like figure it out. And I was like, oh, man, that's so smart. Why didn't I think about that? (laughs) I was like, I'll just work all the time. It'll be fine. Right? <laughs> and get burned out. Okay, so Aaron Fox, you can do anything with your hands. You know, mm-hmm. you create the most beautiful stuff. Can Do you, like, how can you work a spreadsheet? I'm actually secretly in love with spreadsheets. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love you even I more. Uh, I I don't know why. When I was at my copy center job, I took a bunch of classes on Excel, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, let me formulate many things. Let me yeah, like, yeah, yeah. create amazing sequences for you. Uh, so that I can do, which is exciting. But I think that's just because I'm like, you know, it gets me away from the creativity a little bit. I mm-hmm. think that's kind of how I reset, too, is I find things that are more technical and more left-brained, and mm-hmm. that way I can uh, sort of reset going back right brain. Oh, that's a great way. You saying that now, I'm like, oh man, I should probably pay my taxes or right. read, a, re- read a nonfiction book right now <laughs> yeah. or something, you know? Yeah. Ah, need to balance it out. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I feel like most of those things I, I came across on accident. Like, I was just like, why do I keep gravitating towards doing this? Why do I like, yeah. you know, I'm like, so I try and figure out the reason if, you know, I find myself being pulled in certain directions. When you, so how long have you been t- tattooing? I'm going on 10 years of tattooing. And I guess technically face and body painting because I sort of started at the same time. Right. And it. (laughs) So how... Well, what what was your life like before? It was nothing. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I went out a lot. I drank a decent amount. It was good times. (laughs) Nice. Okay. (laughs) Lots more video games, I think. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like Colt 45s and video games, you know, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I lived in a house with five dudes for a little while, so... Yeah, it was just a party that most just, of the time. That does not surprise me at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, One my. of them was my boyfriend, so it wasn't super weird. Okay. <laughs> so what was your very first tattoo? My very first tattoo was a uh, puzzle piece on the guy that taught me how to tattoo. Oh, great. Uh, and it was terrifying. It took me like 15 minutes to even like tr- like touch the needle to his skin. I was like, but it's forever. Yeah. It is forever. <laughs> so and I did it, it eventually. It turned ha- out really good. Did it? Okay, cool. And what was the most recent one you've done? Ah, uh, the most recent one I did. <laughs> that's, Sorry, how many, that's how many I you know. do now. <laughs> they start blurring together. Oh, I started a really cool um, lacy half sleeve with roses on it recently. But I also did um, this small, like, super Lisa Frank unicorn piece. <gasps> cool. And uh, it, I felt like I was a middle schooler doodling on this lady's yeah. leg, and I was so happy. I love Lisa Frank. Did you like Lisa Frank growing up? Yes. Yeah. My nieces, I have four of them, five technically, anyway, but four live in the same household and they just got all their school supplies. Mm. 
and a couple of them got Lisa Frank stuff. I guess it's back. It is. It's making a resurgence. That makes me so happy. I know. <laughs> so happy. The colors. I feel like, I think it's great that you were obsessed with Lisa Frank growing yep. up, as was I. Yeah. <laughs> and we're very different. But I'm more of like, I, as I'm getting older, I wear more glitter now than mm-hmm. I did before. Yeah. And I'm just like getting into all the bright colors again. Mm-hmm. You know? I can feel that. My office looks like a 13-year-old's uh, bedroom right now. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's all like purple and glitter. And like, although I do have like a... A uh, rainbow unicorn skull. So that's kind of hardcore. Oh, that but, is super hardcore. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So does the skull have a horn on it? It does. That's super hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. pretty sweet. So while you're body painting, you get into all the nitty gritty stuff? Uh, Yeah. As in body parts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Usually uh, I will airbrush the the special areas. Has any? Is there any memorable story you can think of? But... Um trying to think of something that's like not inappropriate you're like nothing phases you i, I was i was gonna say like is there anything that you would say because like number one i think we're the same i know we've used the word weird in this mm-hmm. conversation but like i don't i don't like using that word i yeah, feel yeah. like it's all that's that does not exist yeah you know is there anything that really startles you or takes you aback or hmm. makes you lose your breath a little bit uh nope um i guess like so when i when i encounter like super inspiring um art i -hmm. think um of course uh, i went to the burning man exhibit at the cincinnati art museum yeah um and they like right as you walk in have this huge like arch thing of just like it's all black and white, but then they they have little like look holes to like look in there, and then mm-hmm. it's just like prints of a bunch of things, and there's like a thousand different images on this one big arch, and I was just like, <laughs> "What have I been doing with my life? Yes. I could be doing this." <laughs> oh my gosh! I went to that exhibit. I did not know you could like put your eye in there or anything. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, wow. there's little like peepholes, which also that? made me lose my mind because I was just like, "What? This is amazing, yeah. right? Have you um, ever thought about going to Burning Man? I have." thought about going to burning man uh i don't know how i feel about dust so i think i have to explore that first i don't know i think you'd love it out of like all of my friends i'm the only one who hasn't been which is crazy and it's always because i've had some sort of work obligation Mm -hmm. or like couldn't spend two weeks going and like five thousand dollars or something yeah Yeah. the experience sounds so like magical and sort of like life-changing like yeah that. i think that's what makes me really want to go and then just uh because that's what it's all about right just uh mm-hmm. experiencing unique stuff. i feel like it's a very spiritual mm-hmm. experience yeah are you a very spiritual person uh not particularly uh but i feel like not i guess in the traditional sense yeah. uh, i think i get more like from just in general having cool experiences and that makes me appreciate life and yeah. you know what we're here for and you know all that kind of jazz so what kind of like cool experiences really get you going um it can be like small dumb things (laughs) that i just like so i love seeing um like sculpting small things and then like maybe you know i put it into a 3d scanner and then it gets blown up to giant proportions yeah or uh you know creating things that were just in my mind into real life Mm -hmm. uh, like physical 3d kind of stuff like really just like is super inspiring and feels like um so i feel like that's like on the smaller scale like those are the things that i really like feel connected to and feel like i get a lot out of and then you know 
I used to go caving, mm-hmm. which is where you just crawl around inside of a cave, mm-hmm. and like that was magical because it was like you were in a whole different world. So anything that's like pretty out of the norm from like what you just see every day, uh, just gets me going. I like it. <laughs> yeah, who's your favorite artist? Um, I have a couple. I, I guess it really just depends on the era, but like some of my modern favorite artists are Alex Pardee. Um, he does this really like crazy. It's like cartoony stuff, but it's kind of effed up, but it's kind of, it's really colorful. And <laughs> yeah, it's P-A-R-D-E-E, right? Mm-hmm, I yeah. I like I've seen his stuff, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I like, um, you know, classically, of course, I love Dali because it's all mm-hmm. crazy and interesting. But like, you can tell he put a lot of effort and had a lot of skill in the things that he was painting. So I think that's what makes good art, really, is that if you can see the effort behind it, you know. Yes. And if it's, you know, something that I've never seen before, then I'm like. Where do you get these well, ideas? Crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like you. Do you like the multi-dimensional art? Like I'm currently, I, well, I've been obsessed with Jen Stark for a couple years now, mm-hmm. and I just can't find anything else that gets me as excited as she does. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I love how her stuff is multilateral. Am I using the correct art term here? I mean, she's on so many different. Um, what do you even say? Platforms. Yeah, art, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, that's really cool. I like any art or any artist that can you know, kind of transcend boundaries of, you know, either what you're doing art on or art with, or, you know, if you can make multi layers of awesomeness, either Mm -hmm. like in a piece, 3D, digital, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is there anything like that I would find surprising? Hmm. I used to show horses when I was a child. Wow. No way. (laughs) Yeah. When was that? Uh, I was probably like, uh, from like eight to like twelve ish, I would spend summers with my aunt, and she had a bunch of horses, so she taught me how to show them, and it was pretty cool. That's... I won a bunch of trophies. Really? Well, yeah. so you're obviously really good at it. Yeah, I don't know how or why. I guess she was a good teacher. Oh no, stop! I think it's. I feel like with horses, I think this speaks volumes of who you are and your character. Is that there's like there's deep authenticity to dealing with horses mm-hmm. and to communicating with them and creating your own little world with the horse is what. Yeah, you do, and mm-hmm. then you show it to people, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, how did you? What kind of? What? In, how? You were twelve. I was, yeah. And how long did you do that for? Um, so I probably started when I was like eight or nine. So I, I did it for maybe four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what did you? What did you love about the horse? Or uh, I just thought. Well, I love horses anyway, just because they're like huge, cool dogs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, and I think every yeah. like young girl goes through a phase of like horses are the coolest thing like, yeah. in the world. Well, um, not me. No, <laughs> I didn't. <know. laughs> That's all right. Uh, you probably skipped to like dragons or something like that. <laughs> um, but uh, so I just loved being around them, and since my aunt had them, I would help her like feed them and, and clean them. Mm. My grandma had horses too. Um, so we were always like doing trail rides and stuff like that. I did that with my grandma when I was a lot younger. Uh, I would ride with her and it was like crazy. Uh, and I think it's just, you know, kind of being around them, being more comfortable and not being afraid, mm-hmm. you know, makes the horse more comfortable mm-hmm. then they're not like sensing your nervous energy. So I, I just always, you know, thought about it like a big dog and it was fun. Yeah. Well, it takes a lot of confidence. Those animals can, are, like, can be scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm picturing you now as like little Aaron and you're like um, <laughs> hugging the horse's head, yeah. you know, and brushing it or whatnot. That's cute. What were your horse's names? Uh, the one that I uh, rode the most was Candy. Mm. And she was amazing. She was brown. <laughs> That's it. She was just brown. 
<laughs> but I did the whole shebang. I wore chaps and a little cowboy hat. And oh my gosh, everything. I've got to see pictures of you in a cowboy hat. This is amazing. Uh, it was so much fun. I think uh, I have some somewhere. Okay, so um, so you're. I want to know. So you. So you guys, so now you're getting married. What are, what are you planning for your wedding? Can you give us any details? Is it going to be yeah. this crazy mystical, mystical mythical thing, or um, what are the it's going to be kind of like uh, a little bit of crazy inside of a semi-normal box? So it'll be like kind of your traditional setup for wedding stuff. But um, I think overall the theme is going to be like vintage movie slash theater. But I'm going to use modern day movies and put us into. Uh, the posters and stuff like that as like the table uh, numbers and uh, we'll have different kind of homages to a bunch of the pop culture stuff that we love. So that'll be cool. Um, I'm going to wear red because oh, nice. I, don't, I don't like wearing white. I feel like I eat a lot of spaghetti. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm a very clumsy person. So uh, I don't generally gravitate towards white anyway. And then I yeah. put some white dresses on and I was like, meh. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I put red on and I was like, oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, you got that feeling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, nice. And so you already have your dress. I do. Did you find it here in Cincinnati? Uh, originally, I bought it from New York mm-hmm. uh, and it was super cool. And then my seamstress ruined it. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's all right. I'm over it now. Okay. Uh, so hey, I've got a second now, dress. Now, but it took a while. It took a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a second dress and it's really great and I feel like classy, which is weird. Okay. And uh, super great. So I think it'll be awesome. Nice. When are you guys getting married? Can we talk? Uh, we're getting married in February. Congrats. Yeah. So it'll be either a blizzard or a beautiful spring day. Who knows? It's Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, that'll be amazing. Are you going to get like a floor length coat also i would like a giant fur Mm -hmm. that's what i'm picturing (laughs) yes i'm just like oh i lived in the mountains for a while and i love the the um the winter weddings where Mm -hmm. the women wear these crazy elaborate um coats over their dress and then they'd have their entire photo shoot outside in the snow and i always thought it was so beautiful that'd be really cool yeah oh my gosh but she'd wear like a wolf costume or something. <laughs> I'm just picturing like I think that would like, be fun. Yeah, I know, like the head on. His yeah, head. <laughs> we'll just get him a pelt. It'll be cool. He'll love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Aaron. I feel like we could sit here and talk all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Anything, okay, so let's talk about this. So you, Aaron Fox, Aaron Fox Art. It's A Y R N. And so you're at the Den Schoolhouse. You are. Um, tattooing at the Body of Art, and which is in Dayton, Kentucky. Yes, and and then you freelance everything else. Yep, pretty much. Okay, well, thank you. Wait, how can we contact you? Uh, you can get a hold of me at uh, my website, which mm. is <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember I'm bad at this part. Uh, AaronFox.com. You can yeah. also contact me on Facebook at Body of Art by Aaron Fox. Just my personal page. Aaron Fox, um, or at uh, my tattoo shop, which is Body of Art Tattoos on Facebook and uh, on the internet where websites are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're my favorite. Wait, so this is how to show homage. So how booked out are you for tattooing? Uh, I'm currently booked out until the end of October right now. End of October. Yeah. It is August 18th. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's crazy. It's not, it's not too crazy. Oh, that's awesome. Well, okay, okay hold on. I want to keep, now I want to talk about tattoos more. So, <laughs> like, what is, what is the first one you got on your body? Uh, the first tattoo I got is a symbol that I use when I sign my artwork. So, it's just kind of a 
stylized heart and infinity symbol because I'm super original. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what do tattoos mean to you on your body? Um, so my personal tattoos are just kind of a mix of like things that inspire me, you know, artistically or like things that I loved you know, growing up, like, imagery. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I have Athena on my arm just because I remember being in the third grade and uh, everyone was picking gods and goddesses to do uh, reports on. And I was like, Mm -hmm. she busted out of Zeus's head and that's how she was born, fully (laughs) armored. (laughs) I was like, she's my girl. (laughs) uh, And I just love that she's, like, not only for war and wisdom, but also art and culture, which I think is a fun mix of everything. Um, I have some for my family, some for just artistic purposes. Some just because they look cool. Do you have a certain type of tattoo or style tattoo that you like to do? Yes, I love to do all kinds of different styles of tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do black and gray and I do color work, but I love like hyper color work, just like tons of color everywhere. Yeah. Um, I specialize in watercolor tattoos, uh, which was also kind of an accident. I just started doing them and then yeah. more people got them. So. Oh, and they're so gorgeous too. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I love illustrative stuff, so... And I think it's interesting is your fiance, Bud, mm-hmm. has one tattoo. He has two now. No, he has two now. Yeah. Whoa. Moving on up. And you've done both of them. I have, yeah. <laughs> and wait, so I know the one on his wrist, mm-hmm. and then he has another one? He does. On his calf, he has a uh, bat symbol that is half the new Batmans oh. and half the 1989 Batman. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Cool. And you guys just like did that in your house, right? <laughs> Uh, we did that at one of my old shops. Ah, the life you live. I like. I just want to. Feel like you guys should um, document more of it. Yeah, yours and put more on social media. That I would be great that. because I do like watching them. I'm really bad at taking like selfies and videos and stuff because you're because you're in the moment a lot. <laughs> yeah, which like speaks volumes about you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great. Do you consider yourself kind of the mama or like a leader in your community of artwork and body paint? Uh, I can be. or whatnot. Yeah, I feel like I can, I will take on leadership roles, mm-hmm. should it, like, especially if no one's, if everybody's like, I don't know what we should do. I'm yeah. like, all right, guys, somebody's got to <laughs> lead this train. Yeah. So. Well, like, coming up in this industry, was th- were there any other professionals that you idolized or that you wanted to be like? Um, Tattoo-wise, definitely Kat Von D, just because she was so talented and so young. Um. And then later on, there's a guy called Guy Atchison, who's amazing, and he wrote a book called Reinventing the Tattoo. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think I learned more from him than I did from the guy who mentored me tattooing. Really? Uh, just in, like, what, you know, like, um, detailed things and, you know, small techniques that, you know, you never would have thought you could actually learn. I don't know. Uh, but I was just got so much from that book. Art-wise and body paint-wise, I would say um, there were twin brothers, uh, Brian and Nick Wolf, that... I, um, when I was at Dent, actually, I was face painting someone and, uh, someone came up and they're like, that looks like a wolf piece. And I was like, who? And then they showed me this book and I was like, oh my God. And then I got to meet them multiple times. They're really cool. Oh, cool. Where (laughs) are they from? Uh, I think they're based out of Florida. Gotcha. Yeah. It was really cool meeting them. I was like, aha. You fangirl? A little bit. Yeah. I always do when I, when there's people that I like respect though. I'm like, hi, I like what you, what you do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, goodbye then. <laughs> I like never I can't know really what to do. See yeah. you getting that awkward. It gets really weird. It's does it? <laughs> super cute. <laughs> I feel like it's super cute. At least I know for I feel like we're maybe similar in this. I know for me, like talking and whatnot is my job. Mm-hmm. And so when I do get really nervous, yeah. it is like 
it's embarrassing. Everyone around oh, no. is like, she's a different person. Oh, no. Look, like, it's, it's, I'm a mess. Yeah. I'm an absolute full body mess. Mm-hmm. And it's um, really embarrassing. Yeah. I must say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. It's, I can count it's on character like, building, right? So, so embarrassing. <laughs> That's life, though, for you. <laughs> so, do you like, like, the, the, like the haunt life? I would say it's a pretty, it's a, it's a year round. Are you involved? Pretty involved mm-hmm. now? You know, I mean, it's a year round job. Yeah. You know? So um, right after the season ends, we start uh, tearing down the scenes that we're going to replace. And then pretty immediately we start designing and rebuilding. Uh, I do a lot to help design the actual scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot to help create characters and create the makeups for the characters and things like that. And then like on the back end, after like the base parts are built, sometimes I'll help with like aging and painting and doing a bunch of stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Have you worked on some movies and stuff too? Uh, I have done like some short films and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned that I don't have the patience <laughs> <laughs> to try and do like big movies because like when they need you they're like go 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 don't mess it up just keep going yeah like fast 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 uh but it's also got to be the best work that you've ever done mm-hmm. like so the fastest best work and then uh in between that you just wait for like 12 hours yeah <laughs> until it's time again and then i'm just like i'm gonna be doing so many things so uh i don't think working on big movies is necessarily in my future but i have a couple friends who do and that's really cool oh nice because you can't sit still I can't. Well, Aaron Fox, <laughs> always creating. Thank you so much for coming on the Personal of Interest podcast. Thank you for having me. And let's see, where can we find your stuff next? Do you have anything coming up we should be looking out for? Um, no. <laughs> all right. Sounds dope. You can get her all the time <laughs> on the internet. The internet. The haunt is coming up again for the 2019, 20, is it? Yeah, uh, 19 season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much, girl. You are Phenom. Hey, thank you. Phenom. These are the people behind the stories that matter to you. Thanks for listening to Q102's Person of Interest with Jeff Thomas. Yeah.